I've got time to think about the beauty of a thousand variations of the beating of a wing of a hummingbird suspended in the aspect of the world moving slower than molasses as I'm off to catch the girl who's falling off the bridge and I'm there before she knows it I'll be gone before she sees me got my hand around her waist I pull it back to safety by the time she knows what's happened there'll be someone else who needs me cause time keeps dragging on and on and on and on You're listening to Blurred Vision Podcast, Episode 3. Hey, welcome to Blur Vision, the SpongeBob, Sandy, and Squidward podcasting. I'm your host, Jordan, along with Asia, Squidward, Javon. I can't believe he said that. I almost choked Speaking on the up. inside when he said I it. The, it's like SpongeBob. I got the underhanded compliment. <laughs> All right, guys, we got a full episode today. We got a whole bunch of geek news. We got DC TV run through, so Arrow, Flash, and a second part of Legends of Tomorrow. And we're going to wrap up with Flashpoint Paradox. But before we get to all that, we actually want to go through some of the feedback you guys left us. We actually got feedback. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, there were all kind words. No one said anything that was like a dagger to my heart. I'm not crying. Good critiques. Which, good critiques. Which I was actually expecting some bad words for me, but cool. All right, Asia's going to read that for us. What, what you got, Asia? Uh, yeah, we actually got uh, Robert Kitchen from Facebook. He actually gave some pretty awesome feedback. Thank you. We appreciate that. Shout outs. Uh, <laughs> we also have a uh, Papa Krunk 41 from Instagram. He said that he actually binged on all three episodes. So, you know, we appreciate that. Oh, man. Yeah, that's something. That's awesome. <laughs> we are binge worthy. <laughs> we are like Netflix now. This is awesome. That kind of I warmed my heart, actually. No bullshit. <laughs> it means a lot. It really yeah. does. Oh, my God. Yeah. Javon's heart grew three sizes this day, guys. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. And we also have a Sylv32. I hope I'm saying your name right. Uh, yeah, he was awesome as well. He gave a really in-depth feedback as well. He had a whole paragraph. Uh, that was pretty good. It, it Trust me, we actually, you know, listen or more or less read. Bad or good, it helps. <laughs> yeah, it really helps. Uh, but you, he actually said that he strongly felt like chiming in and he had to stop himself from dishing out his perspective out loud. So that meant a lot too. I was like, aw, you feel like the bro. You like the bro. So, so that was awesome. Um, thanks, guys. Yeah, I just want to also throw out there, you know, we're actually on iTunes now, finally. Hooray. <laughs> so we actually take official reviews now, you know, leave us at five star. We're going to actually read through our reviews. Five star. Yeah, please. I'm not going to like ask for something lower. I'm going right to the top. We fulfilled the objective, actually, because Robert Kitchen was like, that's what he, he that was one of the yeah. things he actually wanted us to yeah. do. He gave us like a list of achievements we had to fulfill. <laughs> Xbox achievements. <laughs> Unlocked. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> All right, so let's just go right into the nerd news of the week. And I think I must interject. Oh, everybody 
who's on Xbox Live. I hope you guys have played the Division beta. Oh, yeah. This is his obsession this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Geek alert. Geek alert. <laughs> Wasted so many hours. I max out immediately. High recommendation? Yes. So if people don't know about Division, what is it? Just real quick. Because I don't. So this is actually going to be helpful to me. Uh, sleeper Cell, Apocalyptic, Setting... Uh, one-to-one rec- uh, um, recreation of um, the Manhattan. So, you know, you're activated after a virus outbreak and whatnot, and you're essentially a sleeper cell agent going through trying to... Almost like a, a strain pandemic. What? Except last monstery. Wait, wait, so what is this? A first-person shooter? It's a it's third-person. A third-person? Uh-huh. Third-person MMO shooter. Wait, this sounds awesome. I'm not yeah, playing this. Yeah, well, it's a closed beta. You have to pre-order the game. Or- oh, my God, we're not fucking cool enough to be in this beta. <laughs> well, quite honestly, it's 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 done January 31st. is the last day of the beta. So it was for the weekend. That's why I binged the shit out of it. I got no work. I'm literally doing my some of my work now because I was binging that game. You know what comes out? Uh, March 8th. And yeah, I pre-ordered that expensive ass edition so I can get all the goods. <laughs> expensive ass edition. That's like beyond premium. It's a notch above that. Yeah, all the goods, bro. Okay. All the goods. It look, yeah, look into it. I suggest everybody else, our, our audience as well, look into the game. High praise from Squidward. All right. <laughs> This is going to be a long-standing joke. It is. This is like the Captain America, like, ah, oh, it's going to keep coming back, isn't it? <laughs> Guys, I'm calling myself SpongeBob here. I think I'm taking the hardest hit, you know? Yeah, but but you know what? People like SpongeBob. Nobody likes Squidward. <laughs> See? Dad likes Squidward. <laughs> I think Squidward's cool, man. He's the realist. He's the real world. Honestly, all the adults in the world are Squidward, so you're the most relatable, to be honest. All right, let's get into the geek news. We got Justice League versus Teen Titans. I want to say that first because I think that's most pertinent compared to what we talked about last week with the uh, wow <laughs> uh, alright let me read this analysis before Javon gives his critique obviously <laughs> alright so Justice League versus Teen Titans welcomes the Teen Titans to the ever expanding canon of classic DC comic characters within the DC universe of virtual movies when Damien's overaggressive tendencies almost destroy a Justice League mission he is sent to learn teamwork by training alongside the Teen Titans However, adjusting Damien's attitude turns out to be the least of the Teen Titans' troubles as Raven's satanic, oh, she's back, world-conquering father Trigun begins an escape from his interdimensional prison. To complete his return, Trigun must have Raven's assistance, and to accomplish his goal, he spreads his demonic forces across the globe, infiltrating the minds and the bodies of the Justice League to do his bidding. To save the universe and to prevent the literal hell on Earth, it's dark, the Teen Titans must rescue or defeat the Justice League. I always want to say Trigun. Right? Oh, it's Trigon. Did I say Trigon? Yeah. Oh, man. Trigon. Don't... No nerd lashings, please. <laughs> he's awesome. He's he's super demonic goat kick-ass. Trigon? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, how do you feel about it after reading the synopsis? Uh, not not feeling it. Still nothing? I, I, I love Damien. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's one of my favorite Robins, but um, I, I, I'm... Oh, you're sick of... I'm sick of the whole Teen Titans fighting the Justice League and then the Justice League villains as well when they're supposed to be kids. I'm going to fight you on that only because Young Justice, that was one episode. I think there was a season finale of the first season of Young Justice. When they when the Young Justice crew fought no 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 that's the end of the second season yeah I know. and in the first season they fought the Justice League and that was like one of the best episodes uh, and it's happened in the comics several times too oh that was awesome yeah so it's it's pretty ass oh you're just tired of seeing it yeah it. what you know I'm gonna be honest when I was reading that description yeah, yeah. I actually got more excited than I was before this and I'm also tired of seeing um, 
poor cyborg getting pulled between teams. What is he? Is he is he a Teen Titan or is he a Justice League member? I don't know. In this DC continuity, I have no he's idea. Flipping he's flipping back and forth, man. Oh, he's a traitor. Geez. Come on now. <laughs> uh, sadly enough, I'm, I am going to watch it with like, you guys. <laughs> that doesn't change. All right, this all goes without saying. Anything we talk about, <laughs> even if we're like, Ugh, sounds bad. We're all nerds, guys, so we're going to watch all of it. Exactly. Like It's like, I'm going to watch it. I mean, just in terms of like the sto- how the story sounds, though, like... I'm excited only because it's pulling from like the coolest parts of like the Teen Titans original show and like um I still miss Terror. I miss Terror. Like that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of like that awesome Trigon arc in the Teen Titans original series, not Teen Titans Go, obviously. Just like how Beast Boy had that awesome beast form that he never used again. Oh man. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? That was really cool too. Mm. It's, you know, it's like that superpower you only get to use once <laughs> because it's too cool to use in all like, cases. But speaking of Teen Titans Go, our next bit of news is the new Justice League series. Have you guys seen that? What a way to lead off, or, or, or excuse me, not lead off. To uh, Like, how do you, uh, you're stepping out of the shadow of Dwayne McDuffie and you step out with that shit? I mean, I hate Bruce Timm's art, but goddamn. That ain't it's much so better. It's so funny that we were just arguing about animation in the last podcast, and this is exactly an example of animation that you hate. Oh, God. But do you know the format of the show? Do you, or do you just know what the art style looks like? No, I just know what the art style looks like. Uh, okay. Um, it's actually, which is scary, it's produced by the same guy, Make the Go. Uh, so the series will feature a different format from previous League shows with an 11-minute episode similar to their comedy series Teen Titans Go. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman lead the DC Comics superheroes against their most infamous foes in adventures packed with relentless thrills, fun, and action. No need to wait for the good stuff to start. Each 11-minute episode jumps in with the lightning-paced action and heroics. Whether defending the Earth, facing invaders from space, or battling the bizarre forces of magic, the always-rotating team of Justice League heroes are up to any challenge. So it's basically, if you've seen it, Brave and the Bold, where they, instead of just being Batman, it's just going to be Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman as the main characters. Might I add the Brave and the Bold? That's an awesome, awesome TV show. I love the Brave and the Bold. Have you seen the episode, uh, it's like when, uh, it's like the son of Batman, he uh, steps in his shoes. Oh, it's a what if story. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I've seen that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. No, I I liked, I enjoyed Brave and the Bold, I, I did. That was a really good show. Yeah. Yeah, some really some really good poignant episodes. That, that show was really like a love letter to the fans of the original Batman series, but it's like what do you think about this show? Like do you have hope for it? I mean, Teen well, Titans Go. If if yeah. if it is somewhat like Brave and the Bold, then yeah, there is a sliver of hope. Otherwise, no, because then it's just it's it's Teen Titans Go upgraded to Justice League. So Justice League Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's just, like, see how I just bad. convinced all of you guys? Yeah, it's Con- like, there's a consensus. They don't. I feel like they don't know which way to go. They don't know if they want it to be mature, or they don't know if they want it to which, be childish. They don't know if it, they want it to be childish with mature uh, overtones. You know they don't know if they want it to be uh, like adult with childish undertones. Like they don't know which way they want to go. And I think it all goes back to the first Teen Titans was a perfect formula, and they can't duplicate it. They can't. It was. It was literally go. But older, but funny, but serious. It had like everything that they keep trying to replicate, and I don't know if they can do it again. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. It, it was very heavy. Uh, anime inspired. Ja- yeah, Japanese animation it. It inspired. Was so awesome. Like the it, the city even looked like they were living in Tokyo for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. It was very Kill Bill cartoony. Uh, I didn't really feel it, but it it had some really good episodes. I can't lie. 
I love the arc with Terra. Yeah. Red X, right? Yeah. yeah, that was really that was really cool too. Um, Beast Boy story arc was really cool. Yeah. Raven story arc was really cool too, which didn't make any sense though. What made Deathstroke, aka Slade, a badass though when he like combined with Trigon and like was his, like his herald basically? I just like yeah, I liked him basically. as a villain too. He played a lot of mind games. Like he was pretty fun. Oh, up. I can get past terrible, you know. <laughs> artistic styles <laughs> if you give me some good writing and some good story alright so moving on to the next thing we got Roy our boy Roy is coming back to Arrow is he? Yeah. yes he is an episode called Unchained yeah so what is he going to be now Speedy? Um, well in the preview images it's really just him in the Arsenal suit again so he's just Arsenal again but it's an episode where Roy Harper returns, Nissa makes her move, the team faces off against a formidable villain nicknamed the Calculator, which is actually going to be um, Felicity's father, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Yep. Meanwhile, Nissa, Nissa, Nissa makes her move, should be Talia, <laughs> and Roy Harper returns to Star City. Oh, so Roy should be Damien, Nissa should be Talia, uh, Oliver should be Bruce, <laughs> Felicity, Felicity should be Oracle. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah. Laurel should be Laurel should be Barbara. Uh, her father should be um, Gordon. Yeah, it really is just Bat Arrow, Bat Row, whatever you want to call it. Bat Row. I think that's what's really losing me in that show now is the fact that it's no longer a Green Arrow. It's become Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Batman show with green aesthetics. <laughs> oh, and one more bit of news before we move on to the DC TV stuff. It's kind of like DC TV that we should be incorporating next time. Supergirl. Oh, God. I'm staring right at Javon as I'm saying this. <laughs> Bizarro is coming to Supergirl. Wow, that's crazy. It's not even her villain. It's a female Bizarro. Created by Maxwell Lord, who is that show? So you don't you don't know this, but it's yeah. Maxwell Lord is that show's like Luthor, and basically. And I will continue to not know anything about this show. <laughs> He's in the dark. And I don't mind being in the dark. Asia, school this fool. His ignorance is so bliss. It's not bliss for me. I'm it's very angry inducing. <laughs> No, I, I think I'm I'm looking forward to it because you know Maxwell Lord he's he's an asshole so it's cool I think his little obsession with Supergirl he had to make a little Bizarro version mm, of her. Yeah. So they've been threading this for a while in the show. I like I mean I told you I like I I, thought, I told you at first I thought it'd be Barbie but now it's like okay she's a little kick ass and she has muscles I like her. she has muscles people. Yeah she's, yeah, she's a little bocky and she always does like the arm cross like yeah, over her chest when she's like just standing her idle stance is her just being a badass. You know what I like I think she has the potential. Like if they ever cut her hair like how her sister's hair is, she could look like super girl. Like she could look like, like Power Girl. Girl. Yeah, she'd look like, and she's all angry, like you know. So I think she's cool. <laughs> it's just so fucking. I look at Asia, who's like, she's like this is like this beautiful like twinkle of excitement in her eye, and I look over at Javon, he's like rolling his eyes, and he's like, I hate this. Hey, I'm just saying, you getting on my case about Supergirl, but you didn't get on uh, Asia's case about Strain. I have. Oh, we've had many a discussion. I've had many a strong word to her about the badassery of uh, Quan. Thank you. I especially the name Quan with his bone sword. I started watching it though. I like it. What episode you on? Um. Oh. Oh. Wait. 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 Somebody died in a room. Ah. Man, many people died. That is vague as hell. I'm rooting for you, baby, but that's his bad start. We'll, we'll 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 come back to that when she has more information to give. 
But on Supergirl, I'm just saying, man, they had Martian Manhunter. They literally had his backstory. They had white Martians, man. Yeah. It was dope. They looked active. That was the last episode. Cool. No. Nah. Nah. That being said, we tried. Every every week we're gonna try. I may budge. We'll see. I may budge. It's gonna be like one punch level at some point, and then he's still he's still gonna be like, nah. And we're just gonna be like, what do you need? Are you not entertained? Like, uh, it sucks. Uh, all right, so let's move on to DC TV. Let's start with Arrow. This is sequentially, so Arrow, Flash, and then Legends of Tomorrow. Bad Arrow. Bad Arrow, yeah. As, as Javon dubbed it, Bad Arrow. Barrow. <laughs> you want to set this up? Well, yeah. Okay, so the whole Arrow episode, it's pretty much like a Diggle episode. Um, they go into flashbacks heavy with Diggle, um, his wife primarily. I guess, you know, pretty much their first deployment, him pretty much training his brother, uh, Little Diggle. What was his name, actually? And Andy? Andy? Yeah, <laughs> Andy Diggle. So, um, yeah, so the whole the whole show, more or less, it was about trust. It was it was based on, you know, trust and how looks can be deceiving and when, when should you trust someone even though it's like crying wolf. Argus was crom- compromised in yes. the episode. Um, a lot of things actually happened in the episode. One thing I will point out is that this episode in particular was very Eth- it was ethnically it, it was it was a lot of a lot of color a lot of color a lot of a lot of POC a lot of people of color and I was very I was very shout outs because I was very shout outs to the people of color <laughs> because it was it was pretty awesome like um it was it was I, I I mean it was a lot of ethnic representation you know really in the episode that? I liked um how they actually focused on the flashbacks on characters other than Stephen Amell. The sad part about that is that a side character's backstory is now more interesting than the main character. I love you, Stephen Amell. I love you, Oliver Queen, but your side story's been dragging since season two, bruh. Like, that flash, those flashbacks needed to be put down in the beginning of season three. It was funny, because Courtney was talking about it when we were watching the episode. She was like, I love Stephen Amell. He's a great social media presence, and he seems like an awesome person, but he's not a good actor. Ooh, I didn't know you were taking it there. <laughs> but I'm just going to say that in the other thing, one other thing I've seen him in, which is a Ninja Turtles movie, trailers, he doesn't seem to be Casey Jones. He does seem to be Stephen Amell. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so that's not Arrow. That's just you. I think it works, though, for him, though. Like, I, I guess it works because it's like he is, think about it, like, it's, he's like Canadian hockey. It's like, you know, it kind of works with the whole. <laughs> it, it works. It works. That's like, can you really blame them that they, they employed the guy for the job, right guy for the job? Then he's got the, the, the beautiful looks to coincide that. So he's winning. I'm mad they didn't throw hair on him. That's what I'm upset about. They could have gave him a nice little lace front popping off with the hair. They got good give people out there. They they could have gave him the look. Like we just don't be Stephen Amell. <laughs> he just wandered off the arrow set. Yeah, like give us what we want. We want to see. We want to see Casey with the cut off shirt and the jean jacket and the sexy hair and the hawk like the hockey. The hair with I mean, the mask is a combo. Why is that not there? He had the hair and the arrow flashback. His his cousin has the hair. Robbie Amell has it as Firestorm. Yeah, and it's like, give it to us. But, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go too far off it. Yeah. Either way, we're still gonna support Stephen Amell. He's an awesome guy. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, just the flashbacks, though, they've, like, that's definitely been a weak part of the, like, 
when that is literally a third of your story every single episode, why do you think seasons three and four have been weaker overall? Because literally a third of your story is dragging, and it, and it's going into new territory now with Constantine, and then this uh, that that black uh, that black military leader that apparently was the leader of what is it Shadow? Oh, oh are you talking about whatever Shadow Spire? Shadow Spire. That Shadow Spire. So I'm like, how? I was like, uh, but so in my head, I'm just like, how in heaven's name does everything that Oliver is currently dealing with all somehow reside with purgatory everybody seems to meet up there no I, I, I will just argue that <laughs> everything is convenient I actually would argue that the story did a good job of making it convenient built into the plot by, by saying that purgatory is actually like a supernatural place and that's why he keeps getting sucked back to that place for whatever reason it's super deus ex mocking the bullshit but they built it into the story alright that, that, as long as as long as you know that it was. They're really good at doing that. It's like, we know it's bullshit, but we don't want to explain more. <laughs> just check it. But instead of doing that, forget that excuse. Just actually just drop it. Focus on the side characters. I would love to see more sides with more flashbacks Except of like Laurel. Felicity. Except for Laurel. But what if like the flashbacks made Laurel more likable? It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Do you know that every episode they always throw in a Laurel moment just to win you over? They con- consistently give you a Laurel moment. Yeah. It doesn't It doesn't matter where she is, where, where, where the story is. They give her a Laurel moment. Like I gotta go and watch Legends of tomorrow to get my dose of Katie Lots. I don't care for Laurel. <laughs> I gotta go to another show to get my canary fix. <laughs> I love some Katie Lots. She's awesome. But did you like how'd you feel about the episode overall? I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was one of the stronger episodes for me, for sure. Yeah. Um when Damien Dark isn't on the camera, I'm just like, ugh man, not really caring for this episode. Yeah. But I, I get to see more about Andy, which at the beginning wasn't an interesting you know character it, there was no pull for me and now to hear you know he's developing yeah exactly yeah, he's just a prisoner yeah. I'm just like okay cool and then I get to know more about Diggle and everything I'm like uh, yeah I guess it makes sense because he was kind of like brainwashed at first mm-hmm. yeah and kind of just wore off over the course of the last couple of episodes Asia uh, yeah I mean I, like, I definitely I like this episode like I, I like that like I said they, they did a lot of um a lot of things outside of the box in this episode. One thing in particular that I I thought was pretty cool was uh, the amount of blood and gore that was Ooh, in this episode because this I've episode. never seen Why? them show blood. I've never seen them show an eye missing, and then the guy had like yes. bloody like yep. ripped fingernails. I've never seen this on Arrow, so it's like oh shit, they try to get real with us. Basically, an organization yeah. shout Spire found a guy and literally needed his eyeball to do a retinal scan and yeah. to infiltrate Argus later in the episode. So they literally gouge out his eye with what it looks like like ice cream scoop or something <laughs> and they show like a close up shot of it in the show that's some sons of anarchy right there yeah, yeah they didn't really show like graphic corpse like defilement in uh, an era before speaking of that I, two things I'm surprised they showed a bullet in someone's head and secondly I'm surprised they killed off Amanda Waller when they have Suicide Squad and she's a big playing card she's always been a playing card you kind of just said why they did it think about it They've been killing off every Suicide Squad character before the movie comes out. Remember Death, uh, Deadshot? Yeah. But why? They don't... I, it's just DC logic of like, it's confusing if it's two characters in two places. Uh, you you want to know why that doesn't make sense though? Because in the comics, there are two different versions of Amanda Waller. So they could have existed perfectly fine. Forget the comics and the concept of different Amanda Wallers. They have a 
even in the TV show universe, they've already built in the idea of multiple Earths. Yeah. Why can't they have multiple Earths in the, like, why could they be the logic for the movie and the TV show? Yeah, I mean... Like, you don't have to explain it. You have a TV show that explains it. <laughs> you don't need to be like, all right, they're gonna get confused, kill one off. These are different universes. Yeah. You think people are that stupid, guys, for real? Um, oh, another thing, uh, quickly about the uh, Arrow episode, um, just to gauge you guys' reaction, the uh, Felicity Dark Link <laughs> kind of <laughs> thing. Like yeah, I'm, I'm branding her the Dark Link, yeah, because she was very, uh, she had her, her goth moment going on. I, I, this is every girl's, I don't know, I'm sure the majority, at some point you've had this period where it's like, everything <laughs> is black, or you know, you at some point, I mean, at least for me, I had that moment. I mean, I'm still all black everything, but it's just, it was it was a very dark place, yeah, it was, it was a very dark place. I have color a little bit in my life now, splashing there. But you know, she, she was, they, they said another major thing about her that she was permanently paralyzed so how do you guys feel about that like is that but I mean if it's permanent I, I'm actually okay with it I would actually prefer if oh, it's so permanent oh so she won't be on the field uh, hacking drones and missiles oh, <laughs> with a no not a cell phone a little iPad oh it's an iPad yeah. oh yeah awesome. whatever whatever pad <laughs> just like just press do, 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 do. just a whole bunch of whole bunch of little taps 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 I mean when you look at them they just literally like do like three keystrokes and like the world pops on the screen like they just do ridiculous things in that show in this episode Lila did that while she was on you know, on bench Lila was doing it I don't think that's how computers operate oh one another thing uh hmm this is a good question no more argus how do you feel about that i don't understand that um that i don't know under there's no more argus they've also veered away from hive i thought amanda waller was tied into hive at least that's damien dark is that really his organization i don't know if it's his organization but i know he's in the organization but he's knocking people off in the organization so he must got some type of weight that he can just do that and still you know have I'm just I'm getting overloaded I'm getting overloaded with organizations Shadow Spire Hive Argus and then we had the League of Shadows which uh, is not even a play anymore well in this episode with Nissa coming back and Roy it might be coming back oh so that oh so there we go we got we got all oh, back to back baby <laughs> Drake Drake back to back <laughs> I mean, but yeah, this episode, I, I like to think that this episode, it taught a lot of, uh, it gave us some uh, good morals, the trust factor between the two brothers. Um, it was like he had to know when to trust his brother because his brother was always playing the game. You never really knew what angle he was playing. Um, so he had to like bet it all on his brother and he came out kind of good. They won. One thing I will say about that is I don't know if I should trust him coming home. Like they brought him home at the end. I mean, he did save everyone though. He did, but. And he, it seemed like he did have a, like a person that escorted him there Shadow Spire and then he segued into Hive after, after he was out of the enlistment because he only took enlisted men remember he said that, that? yeah that was his first yeah. home and that was from the military because mm -hmm. it was already like yeah. a crooked thing going on with them but I, I mean I, I like the episode too and I like that dynamic of uh, Dick and his brother like do you think he's gonna come back and bite him like, do you think this is all set up for literally Andy to, like, double-cross him at some point? Or, like, just stumble again at some point? It, it's not going to be another character sidekick of a sidekick. You see what I'm saying? He's either There's only three options. He's going to leave the show after redeeming himself. He's going to betray. Or he's going to sacrifice himself. One of the three. Yeah. That's how they're going to write him. Alrighty, guys. So now we're gonna uh, discuss uh, Flash. Better of the shows. The better of the shows. The better show, yes. Better. 
Would you say this these got increasingly better yeah. with each episode? Yeah. Like in terms of like nice. Flash to Flash. Legends of Tomorrow, but yeah. Arrow before that? Yeah. yeah. Me too. It's, 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 so Reverse Flash came back in this new episode of The Flash, which we've all been waiting for. The origin story of Eobarthon, finally. Yeah. Not necessarily, but okay. <laughs> kind of, sort of. They kind of explain it with timey-wimey science. It's We're getting so into Doctor Who territory with this show, it's crazy. <laughs> Not Earth 2, as people kind of like um, speculated online. It's actually... Eobar Thawne from an earlier point in his timeline before he actually went so, back in time to kill Barry Allen's mother. A.K.A. A-, a time remnant. Yes. yes. Which is actually another... We're talking about how they have like these built-in deus ex machinas. That's how they explained away, oh, that's why when everything didn't disappear. When Eobar Thawne basically died. Yeah. Yeah, they, everything didn't just like automatically reset. Yeah. Another... Yeah, I, that's what I enjoyed. I, I didn't care so much about... Well, granted, I know his origin story. I've read the books. Yeah. yeah. But for people who haven't, this was a good episode, sort of. So I made that meme on my Instagram oh, about, uh, yo, reverse flashes, peanut butter, and jealous. <laughs> you hate us because they ate us. It was his rea- his reaction was everything because it was like they were just looking at each other. And he's like, so you hate me? Because you're, Cause not, you're me? not me. And he got you so bad. And the dude literally, like, he literally felt validated. He's like, I was better than you. And it's like, but dude, like, chill. Like, it's like. I am confused how there's two Gideons. Eobard Thawne talks to Gideon. And, then the and Rip Hunter talks to Gideon. Well, and they are the good. same ball AI. What if it's just like a generic computer AI? Like, it's like the OSX of the future. Because they're, they're actually from the same timeline. They're from the same, like, kind of era in time. 2100 something. The Time Masters wouldn't have something more fancier than Gideon? Or is Gideon just a top of the line operating system AI? And, and Barry made that, so uh, yeah. did he make the ultimate AI? Exactly. Uh, I guess. And Barry doesn't seem like the smart one. You think Cisco would have made it, right? See how I'm confused now? No. Yeah, exactly. Stop asking so many questions. <laughs> You're unraveling the story. Um, we also had another thing, another major thing happened. Barry broke up with Patty in this episode. I wonder how you guys Courtney? Courtney, did Courtney, she some type Courtney of in her exact words, uh, Barry Allen is a stupid, stupid idiot, idiot ass. Something you. else. Thank I, I forgot the fourth Tell one. Exploded, deleted. <laughs> yeah. High five. High five. High five. High five, Court. High five, totally babe. Right. Yeah, because the it didn't make any sense to me. Horrible logic. She's too smart for that. How many different ways does she have to literally just go, if you just tell me what's happening, cool. <laughs> it'll be fine. I'm an awesome girlfriend. When she literally puts it on the plate for you and goes, I already know you're caught. Just tell me. Yep. No, it's for you. Like, that's like the Spider-Man logic I mean, if I ever heard it. it. Like, it makes no sense. Okay. I have to protect you. Yeah. Patty was so nice. They had great chemistry. But you know what? It's good that they did that. I think it's really good that they did that because it established a, a very solid... This is going to be a strong... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I was feeling the iris. And, and as a, a woman of color, I thought that that was dope that, you know, it started off with her with iris. But, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like... Iris and Barry, you know, they're probably going to end up... They're going to circle back around to that. Yeah, they're going to circle back around to it. So it's nothing wrong with him having these relationships that shape him and that also make him, you know, who he is. And I think that's pretty cool that, you know, Patty, given that she was in the original comics, that they actually found a character to, like... They gave her even better character development now that she's on the show. So I was kind of pissed I mean, about that. I was mad that he was. I'm like, they're so cute together. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like don't prove your arch nemesis right when he said you can never be happy. And their, and their whole relationship, like, like, he's been bullshitting her. So it's like she's amazing for even sticking with you know that. I'm at the point where I don't want to see them together. I feel like that yeah. boat has sailed. Yeah. 
I feel like that boat has now sailed. Yeah, it I think like I it. think after he he told her how he felt, and then uh, Eddie dying, they grew stronger together as siblings. Mm-hmm. So now it's really just uh, yeah, that's kind of incest. <laughs> kind of, you know what I'm saying? The, or am I the? I don't know. I just think the trauma of that whole event happening just made them like distance I, each other because like she's not ready to be with anybody, so he's not gonna like pursue that. Like so he let her go. I feel like so that trauma. No, I feel like that trauma made them stronger together in the sense of a brother sister relationship. But see, I don't think they would introduce Wally West then if they wanted to emphasize their sibling relationship. You know what I mean? No, because you have to. You, no, you have to introduce Wally West. I feel like, I feel like she's. I feel like like she's like his little foundation thingy thing. Yeah, because she's honestly established herself as the older sibling that's guided him in yeah, terms of like morally mom's. and has mommed him a bit exactly, yeah. like taught him some lessons. So it's kind of weird now if they were to actually reopen that door. In my opinion. I don't think so. I think it just needs more time. But I think that's why they did it. They made it so built into the story, they can circle back around to it. Like, not even in season three or four. Maybe at the very end of the series. I think we'll see a one of the universes, Earth 15 or something, where those two are together. I think we'll get an so episode like that. Gonna, so you think they're not going to gonna do, like, an arrow where he's just not going to be with Black Canary, he's going to be with somebody else? Really? So you think Patty's going to come back then, if that's what your theory is? I think Patty is definitely going to come back. And you think that's going to be just his relationship? Because Patty was a big deal in the new 52 comics for a while yeah 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 all right um another another little bit of news from the flash uh episode that i thought was pretty cool um the hunter zolomon actually finding yeah, I out love that. I love yeah that every that. nerd had like a universal yeah. gasp like <gasps> is he or isn't he <laughs> is he going to be actually zoom that is actually That's Garrett's obvious. doppelganger, but um, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's Hunter Zolomon is Garrett's doppelganger. How do you you know feel about that? Because Hunter Zolomon in the comics is Zoom. It was funny because when they showed him, I was like, oh man, Garrett looks really dapper in some glasses, a nice <laughs> nice pea coat, nice pea coat. Yeah, we couldn't find out his name is Hunter Zolomon. I was like, oh yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is dope. <laughs> Are we? He seems a dapper gentleman. But but you know what? I also feel like that may just be a an Easter egg. I don't think it's something that I don't think it's a treat. A treat for the readers. A treat for the comic book readers. Yeah, the fans. I don't think it's it's literally like, hey guys, like we know you all think Zoom is Hunter Zolomon, and we know that's what did in the comics, but we're not gonna do that. So here's like to just kind of make you guys go, oh, okay. <laughs> but it makes sense though. I like that. I like that. That was an interesting right. But I love how they do that. I love Flash and Arrow because you know they're actually written by fans because they do like that stuff like that. They play with the fans. Are you sure they're written by fans? Because apparently I don't think anybody is a fan of Green. Arrow. They're a fan of Batman. <laughs> Yo, every opportunity Javon is curb stopping that show. He's like, mm, mm, argue against that. Before season two, I would. Yeah. Three and four, mm, I can't. <laughs> I just feel like they're at a moment right now. They're just having a moment right now because there's so much going on with, you know, Berlanti and uh, uh, who is it? Jeff Johns? Jeff Johnson and Andrew Kreisberg. Yeah, so it's like... I don't know if he's a co-writer on that show, but I know he's a co-writer on Flash. Yeah, and it's like between all these shows, between all the potential that they have, it's like they're trying to disperse their energy into like so many different things. It's like Arrow has been the 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 the, the Captain America, if you will, of... All I'm saying is they're on, they're on their executive boards, right? They're on their executive boards. What sells? Fucking Batman, bro. Batman sells 
overall. I am looking forward to seeing him in the future uh, Legends. Yeah. yeah. The Dark Knight we'll Returns. Yeah, we'll Dark Knight Returns, Arrow. Before we get out of um, Flash, though, I do want to just comment on the actual... For some reason, the best moments of Flash for me are when the villains are trapped behind glass and get their villain model on. Wait, wait, hold on. I want to interject. Damn. Verse Flash was beaten way too easy for me. I'm okay with that because that's literally look Barry needed the win he's getting his ass beat by Zoom did you really want to see him I, I thought at first honestly I thought they were going to be more even I mean I was waiting for a combo breaker or something when he was pummeling him on the gate but nothing nah mm -mm. I, was th I thought it was going to be even that's funny he said combo breaker that's the same thing I said it's like, well, he's like Tekken he gave him like a 20 hit combo I'm literally like Eobard fight back fight back Eobard do something and he was talking so much smack as he was beating him down he was like never again this race is over i was like do something man fight back like damn it's like what happened what did i do but i loved it because when he's behind that glass like he's he's no tom cavanaugh let's get out the way i think we all agree on that he's not tom cavanaugh in terms of his presence or charisma but matt lesher is really he's really good he's been but he's he's i loved his monologue not only to cisco where he kind of like learns about oh so that's how you found me you've got a power that you know how to control it looks like he's gonna have something to do with it later on no yeah but i think it's cool how he kind of makes like all the double tondras of them making note of things that happen later in the series like or before in the series or it's like oh like you die good to know that noted <laughs> talking to um tab cavanaugh as harrison wells and he's like who are you note of importance and he's like "Ooh, i doubt that <laughs> i love those moments and then my favorite moment when he's talking to barry allen and they get that back and forth we already kind of covered it with like oh so you're jealous of me? <laughs> but when he has to let him go, I love how scared everyone was. How how Harrison Wells and Cisco have like this, like they're, they're maturing this like father-son relationship now. When Cisco was in danger, how awesome was Tom Cavanaugh? He was like, oh, you have to, you have to go back in time. To, you have to save him. He really hyperventilated yes. for a second. It, it's, it's really cool how even also, through different universes, they have that like relationship. Was, I also feel like, um, at this point, Wells can't lose Cisco because there's nobody else in terms of Oh, the vibing ability? Not only the vibing oh. ability, it's just that the tech wizard that he is. Yeah. Who else is going to make those things? There's nobody else that's going to help him. But I think it's more than that. I think they have those moments where, like in the beginning of this episode, where um, Harrison Wells is slipping the... No, Cisco's slipping the slushy, and Harrison Wells is like, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> it wasn't a slushy. It was coffee. It was coffee. I'm sorry. <laughs> but just those moments I love. Code out here for slushies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What we got next? We're moving on to Legends of Tomorrow? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so we got the second part of our two-part premiere. Woo, Team Vandal. Team Vandal? You, wow, you I'm about to call him the devil. You're just like, yeah, Team Vandal. <laughs> Team Eva. I'm just tired of these dumbass birds, man. There's so, they're, they're, like, they're making, as the episodes go on and the more screen time they get, the less I like them. Really? She's a moron and he's an idiot. Let's get right to the part you all are thinking about. Hawkman and Hawkgirl, for whatever reason, you chose to join this team because the logic was you can beat Vano Savage with a team. Yeah. So when you have Vano Savage with your team, what do you do? You fight him alone? One-on-one. One-on-one! Slowly watch as the knife is turned against me. What was she doing? She was watching him like... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Aisha, I'm sorry, but if that was me, I would have been going, baby, help, get him, help, 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 help. I, I don't know why he didn't for one sec. First of all, I, like, what was, what did he think was going to happen? Uh, well, he thought it was going to kill him, but then they, you know, you get the realization that it only kills them. 
<laughs> doesn't affect him. Yeah, <laughs> it, affect it was. Him. I mean, well, let's let's backtrack. Let's go back because you let, it was yeah. a lot of other things that that that. <laughs> yeah, let's go. We're we're gonna go back. We're gonna backtrack because this was a pretty big episode. Um, it started off they had to uh, infiltrate uh, Stein's younger self because love, he had a that. yeah. I, I, wasn't I that enjoyed, cool? I enjoyed seeing development for Stein's character. Yeah, he wasn't just the intellectual guy they needed for a couple of science references. Well, it makes sense with that. This is a two part because kind of gave some explanation to why he kind of had edge in the first episode he's got it passed (laughs) it was pretty cool he was actually a pretty cool guy like he was a pretty chill dude back in the day he was hitting on uh he was hitting on white canary and i quote you want to rap about physics and smoke a doobie yeah he he was down man he was he was he was down he was a pretty dapper pretty dapper guy I, i liked his cool self but you know one thing that was pretty cool was that stein he i mean he hated himself because he was so arrogant and i guess you know that's how it is when you grow up you know you see things that when you're younger it's like oh my god i was that guy oh my god i I don't want to be that guy like you know you have those moments so that was pretty relatable i I like to think we got to see a little more from katie lodge she wasn't just a plus one so it was good but come on how good is wentworth miller man I, i love that guy he's a great actor he's like one of the heavy hitters in the show him rory i like them all yeah they're good and speaking of acting ability um Jack stepped it up for me in this episode. I mean, he wasn't much, much better, but like what they gave him, he was less whining in this episode, and he had that badass moment where he absorbs a nuclear explosion. Oh my god! Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. The only, the only play I don't like about Firestorm, and they also do this in the comic too, is the fact that it's nuclear fusion. Mm. It's not fire. Yeah, but he's still burning shit. It's supposed to be radiation and energy projection. Yeah, he can literally manipulate matter. He can make a rock into like so something like, else i don't know whatever I, i'm just saying like it was just funny because i remember like when the trailer came out and he had that line in the trailer of like i don't just burn pal that was in this episode and i thought that when they said that in the trailer he was gonna like yeah like he's gonna manipulate matter or something but he's like i don't just burn pal and then he hits Bailey savage an explosion he's like i also blast <laughs> i'm like what i think they need to do a little bit more to uh differentiate him from um human torch human torch i really do I think it's just simpler for the like general audience though to have it like he looks like fire he uses fire like even the comics I'm gonna be honest even the comics I'm always like wait his name's Firestorm he has fire but what what makes it even worse is the fact that the concept art was a total ripoff of the Human Torch cover that I have yeah. The Fantastic Four wow. Human Torch cover. So you guys can actually look that up. That's awesome. Yeah, so... Just put that in, like, the... Um, you, I think I sent you the photograph. I think you made it into a meme. I'm not sure. I did? I'm not... I make so many memes, I have no idea. I know. <laughs> he gets lost in his own memes. <laughs> Mem generator. I've, I've tagged him. Uh, yeah, so, like, uh, you know, that was another thing. And then the whole Captain Cold-Adam debate about uh, how like Captain Cold... That, that you know, that uh, just to uh, resonate, you know, because... It all it all goes back to what really makes a hero, and it's like, is it your experiences? Is it, is it the product of your environment? Is it the choices you make? Is it trauma? You know what I mean? That's the thing that I think why you know a lot of us love superheroes because there's so many relatable things to superheroes. It's like it kind of teaches you. It's like, all right, you know, I'm kind of more tailored to that superhero, which was pretty cool. You know, that whole Captain Cold, you know, flip coin switch moment. But yeah, well, you mean you're referring to like when um Adam was basically saying with your abilities, you could have been like a electrical. Yeah, like he he had so much potential. Like, yeah, it was. It's like, well, that's yeah. what you might. Want it's circumstances. It's things like he he you know, and he even preferred like I'd preferred my life been the way it was because I mean the tools that was given to me I needed these things to you know 
to live to survive and without them i'm happy that you know i i wouldn't have had them and you'd be surprised if you know you you he pretty much said you i got street smarts and you don't (laughs) at the end of the day he just called them out you're gonna need those street smarts yeah Yeah. so i I definitely like that 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 part um and then you know of course the hawk man you know Mm. when stupid stupid but you know what Props to Van, though. He's a no-bullshit villain. I'm not going to give you a 20-minute monologue of how I capture you. I'm just going to stab the living shit out of you. <laughs> and I'm going to turn it, and I'm going to absorb your life force, and we're going to rinse, wash, and repeat. <laughs> I was about to finish her, too. And then, okay, let's talk about more illogical things that we're going to get on air on Flash about illogical bullshit. No offense, I'm happy they killed Talkman, because I mm. the two-bird thing, it's like... <laughs> Look, I've been saying it's redundant from the beginning. You don't need to. Especially when he's not even that interesting, honestly. You know what's funny? I found him more interesting than her. Really? For the sheer fact that he was just like... At least she wanted to fight against the boring-ass destiny that he kept like trying to ascribe to. Okay, I understand that fact, but she was just so damn stupid. I gotta save my son. Bitch, you didn't even know yet. You had a son. Well, how did you develop that, 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 that link, that relationship in... 15 minutes of conversation. There was no connection that we can't see because we haven't lived her past lives. Okay, so if she... No, no, but then that's bullshit then because she kept denouncing... Did she even remark on it though? She even said like, why do I feel this way? She kept denouncing... But here's the thing though. She kept denouncing the whole destiny thing, but then yet you'll accept the link of your so-called son from a past... No, she rejected the idea of the falling in love over and over again part of the destiny. That's what she was like trying to fight against. So you you, you reject the fall falling in love part but which is crucial to having the kid <laughs> well not really but well not really but okay so, oh, okay so all right maybe, maybe she just forgot the morning after pill then but i mean even in, we're talking about this but when he did die even she was like i didn't tell him like i actually was falling for him like she even but she even said it right out front she was like the more you tell me this is my destiny the more i want to fight against it so she even she was saying i am literally being a child and fighting against something that i actually do feel but you can't tell me what my destiny is i get that you don't want to be put in a box maybe if she wasn't stupid and accepted the destiny he wouldn't be dead what you think she was sitting back like while he's getting stabbed like should i fight with him and accept my destiny <laughs> bitch help me <laughs> All right, no offense, but Hawkman and Hawk Girl, they're supposed to be like on some 300 type shit. Word. Like, and they fucking suck. Like, and they've had, like, they're supposed <laughs> yeah, to be like, they're, they're one of the best fighters. Like, the, the Tar, what is it, the Targaryens? Yeah, well, the Wait, Thanagarians did I just say the Thanagarians? I said Targaryens. Not Targaryens. The Thargaryens. What is it, the Thargaryens? Thanagaryens. It's very close. Thanagaryens. They don't exist, apparently, in this continuity, in this DC world. Do you see what you do to be these universes you eat like it's so many universes you, you, you fuck my life you fucking i like the invasion of the thanagarians and justice league unlimited that was cool it brought them together mm. that was the end of the first no the second the season, season of justice league yeah yeah not unlimited the first season of justice league before yeah. they became unlimited that's what made unlimited happen because it destroyed the bromance it was like no more friends <laughs> no no new friends no new friends no was no no old friends a lot of new friends <laughs> But yeah, so they threw that all out. So I guess that could make them essentially weaker. But it it also makes sense because... um She's a priestess. Well, they say warrior priestess, but she don't look it because she's like, oh, man, he's getting stabbed. Help me. (laughs) You see the Kevin Hart special? Help me. (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Nigga. (laughs) It was pretty. That was a moment. Because every time it kept flashing back, it's like, all right, why she ain't walking over here? Why hasn't she walked? 
Oh no! What I was about to say before we like we went off topic or just this awesome said, thing we no, no, rant no. we went on? Why after she was about to get killed, Adam blasts her uh savage away? Nobody why didn't know. they just yo like in Age of Ultron? Why don't we just keep shooting with the laser beams? We got like three like Firestorm, we got Adam, we got the laser pistol. We just keep hitting him, hold him down, and then what? She just stab him. You crawl over to him, stab him in the chest as we're blasting him simultaneously with all these lasers. No, <laughs> let's go home. What? <laughs> He's right there. I can see him. He is laying across like 10 feet away. He He's still, he, he's actually still limping. Wait, wait, no, no. He hasn't gotten up yet. He's starting to crawl. Now he's slowly limping. No, guys, we're not going to get him. No. Oh, all right. No. Let him go. We got to go back to the past and stop him that way. What? No, no. We got we to gotta go back to, uh, you know, we got to go fix Stein's life. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Rory. <laughs> Thanks, Rory. And that was a Doctor Who moment. That was. That was. Might so we nice. add yeah. that little moment for all our Whovians out there? But yeah, so uh, you know, now we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We're yeah, gonna we're gonna. But like I said, it was a good episode. Um, good episode. We just shouldn't. I think what we've learned from these last three episodes we just reviewed. Wentworth Miller is awesome. We he's awesome, and we shouldn't think too much. <laughs> don't don't get buried down in the little details. Yeah. 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 So um yeah, next thing we're gonna go into is uh you know done to done to done a flashpoint parody world war three maybe i could have stopped it if i just ran a little faster faster the speed force allows the reverse flash to travel through time he changed something in the past we have to find out what he changed and change it back before they kill everyone on the planet I'm a hero. You mean like Batman? No matter how fast you run, you can't save everyone. We're running out of time. War's over. Everybody lost. No! You'd be amazed the monsters this world can create. I like that drum roll. That was cool. So... <laughs> I don't know. I had to amp it some kind of way, but uh, yeah. So what we wanted to, well, what you know, you know, we revisited Flashpoint Paradox. We wanted to talk about it because, you know, Flashpoint Paradox. It, it not saying it gives the setup, but it kind of does. You know, it gives the setups for all of these TV shows that we are watching. Um, not even the TV shows, but the movie we just reviewed. That that was technically this is technically the birth of the continuity that no, Bad, um, Blood. Bad Blood was in. Son of Batman, Son of Batman. Uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it really does link well with all with Flash. And Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oddly enough, which and it's three, you know, that movie's three years old now. Yeah, and we got Flash, we got time travel, all these elements they are now introducing these, to TV audiences. These, these are the seeds. These are the seeds that DC is slowly mind. I keep telling people DC has given us a slow mind fuck, and I believe that. <laughs> and I believe that the reason why they're doing this is because they feel slighted by Marvel. Marvel showed their ass. Marvel is America, and DC is like Asia, and they're gonna rise slowly. Like it's like they're gonna creep up on us, and then at the end of the day, we're not. Not gonna know. Are these your conspiracy theories, or is this about DC and Marvel? 
taking over. That's how I feel. No, that's that's how. No, I feel like they're gonna become the superpower. Like I feel like DC is rising. Like it's like it's like they know what they're doing and they're they're starting with the animations. There's yeah, they're they're starting with the animations. There's it's true. It's very true. But I feel like given that they know that they have a lot of weight, they have these characters that they're gonna they're gonna give it to us. It's just that their cinema doesn't have any history. There's no history. There Marvel has a plethora of history because of their films. They have foundation and they have even if the foundation wasn't sturdy, they still somehow cemented. They patched that bitch up real good. I mean, hopefully, you know, Suicide Squad and uh, Batman v Superman are the one-two punch DC needs to kind of get kicked off the ground. So what are your thoughts on Flashpoint Paradox? I'll start with you, Jordan. What are your thoughts on, uh, like, your general thoughts on Flashpoint Paradox? Well, I just kind of want to set it up real quick. Like, um, so... We were talking about Flash, talking about Legends of Tomorrow. We got Flash as the main character of this movie. We got the time travel aspects that are in Legends of Tomorrow and in Flash. Um, so this sets up the New 52 continuity. Basically, Flash does what Flash didn't do in the TV series and actually changed the past by saving his mother, thus causing this ripple effect throughout all of the DC universe and changing everything but slightly to the left. So in this universe, you know... Uh, Superman's uh, space pod crashed, but it didn't crash in Kansas. It actually crashed in Metropolis. And then he disappears. No one knows where he goes. Uh, what else we got? Like, it's a bunch yeah. of subtle changes yeah. that this universe just, has. You know, you know, just to give a quick setup, Nora's actually alive. Flash's mom is actually alive. So that's the tipsy-turvy of uh, one, event. one event that causes this ripple. Captain Cold and the rogues are actually good. Which, actually, to me, isn't that surprising. Only because, you know, they're not that bad in the main universe either. Um, um, Batman is killing people. <laughs> Batman is walking around kicking ass and taking names everywhere, not giving a shit who the hell it is. Yeah, looking with the red eyes walking around looking crazy as hell. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, they are actually at war. Uh, Which is cool. It's yeah, I, I love it. I now, love it. For all the people that think Aquaman's lame, just watch this movie. <laughs> Looking like Brock Lesnar with his big ass back. <laughs> Or Tom Hardy with his boulders in his shoulders from Warrior. Tom Hardy all the way. But yes, they're actually at war. Wonder Woman and uh, her Amazons and Aquaman and the Atlanteans, they are at war because apparently Aquaman, you know, he was cheating on his girl, (laughs) Miss Mirror. He was cheating on Mirror. And he, um, yeah, he was on the side. He was, was, you know, messing with Wonder Woman on the side. (laughs) Wonder Woman caught some uh, side chick feelings and, you know, she apparently had a hormonal moment and decided to chop... No, Mara found out. Went to Wonder Woman was like, yo, you fucking my man. She was like, what of it? Actually, that's true. Yeah, what of it? Obviously, you ain't doing your thing. (laughs) Yeah, she was very heartbroken about the whole thing. Wonder Woman gave no fucks. What made it even worse is the decapitation and wearing her crown as a trophy. Disrespect maximum. She said, no, I wore it as a warning. I was like, woof. Well, how is that a warning? Damn. (laughs) I want everybody to know, don't mess with me. (laughs) Yeah, so that was some shit. And uh, like, you know, Jordan said, Superman's missing. Um, Yeah, he has to be missing. Otherwise, none of this happens. It'd be over. (laughs) Cyborg would have to play Superman. And there is no Justice League. There, there theoretically is no Justice League. There are, like we said, the rogues are good, but it isn't the Justice it's a, League. It's a ragtag group of people that Cyborg is trying to put together, which is funny enough, as Javon told us earlier, voiced by Michael B. Jordan. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cyborg's voiced by Michael B. Jordan, and Superman is voiced by Sam Daly, not Tim Daly. 
His son. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, I know. That was awesome. The legacy lives on. <laughs> but yeah, when you think about it, this Thomas Wayne doesn't have any kryptonite. He doesn't have any implementations of so Clark. So if Superman was there, then this is Red Sun. Yeah. This it really is, would be. <laughs> yeah, it really would be. So that's why they kept him under Red Sun. Because, <laughs> no, the, the funniest part is the fact that Flash literally had to say, no, humans are good. We are friends. <laughs> Please don't kill us all. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they basically, I, we didn't really talk about like where that like he comes in, but basically you find out that Superman's actually like being held by Cadmus, right? Yeah. Is it Cadmus he's being held by? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was just taken to Cadmus as soon as they found him and has been kept under Red Sun his entire life. So he's just like emaciated, anemic looking, skinny Superman. It's really creepy. With a big and ass like, head. And then it's like head. he still has the sexy face head with look. With the big yeah. ass <laughs> head. It's like why it's like you got all that potential in your head. It's like it's like the reverse <laughs> of Butterface. It's like it's like all of the head. So basically Flash breaks him out because they need him long like we're getting like way into the plot, but they, they basically need Superman, as they always do, to fix all the problems in that world. <laughs> Even though he's like a complete like man child because he's been not he hasn't been around people at all. No socialization at, at all. So he immediately, immediately has to lecture him that not all humans are bad. What you're about to see isn't what's supposed to be. Please don't kill everybody. Yeah. Don't hate us. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, fuck this. I'm out anyway. Yeah. I mean, you get, you know, they open fire on him and let him go. But you, side note, actually, in the, you read the comic, there's actually a tie into that. Like, give you the Flashpoint Paradox, that, in the long comic series they had when that yeah. whole thing came out. It was, so, it was too many issues oh. for me to keep up, man. Before he comes back at the finale, he actually goes and meets Lois. Like, they have, like, this thing. The reason he comes back is because Lois is like, you know, you're a hero. You should go out there and help people. And he's like, friend? Yes, friends. <laughs> friend? <laughs> friend? My boy Clark sounds so retarded. Friends? But Cyborg's playing um, Superman in this because there's no Justice League. He's kind of trying to put together a ragtag group of Justice Leaguers with the help of Batman to stop Wonder Woman Aquaman's war that's destroying the world. Lois Lane was a bad bitch in this. Let me just point that out. She was awesome. She war reporter. War Lois. Also, I'm really sad that they killed Jordan in this series, in this story. Wait, Jordan? Yeah, Billy Batson. Oh, I forgot that was my... <laughs> I forgot that was my nickname. <laughs> Yo, Wonder Woman gutted him with a broken sword. She gave yeah. no fucks. Wonder, I mean, Wonder Woman, what did that goes to show? Never fuck with an Amazon. Never no. do some shit. Don't, 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 don't fuck with a woman scorn because she was crazy in this. Yeah. Like, it, but it, you know, another thing, it shows how strong she really is too. Like, funny part is she wasn't even scorned. She got to hit it. Killed yeah. the man's wife and said, True. "I don't like you no more." True, that's really what happened. She, it wasn't even like she, she was just mad. She, she got found out. Like, oh, we're, oh, we're, oh, you're dead. But I, I'm surprised. Uh, Arthur was still giving her the hands. I mean, Aquaman's no slouch. He ain't no slouch, but he isn't no Amazon. I mean, it depends who's writing him. I mean, yeah. sometimes he's comparable with Wonder Woman and Superman. Other times, you know, when Superman is like, ha, 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 I'm Superman. <laughs> he'll pluck him and he'll go flying. Everybody's comparable to Superman one until Clark's just like, all right, that's enough of this. Basically. <laughs> I'm tired of this. How long he wants the fight to go on, basically. <laughs> Even in this, really. <laughs> Anemic and everything. Another pretty effed up thing was Cyborg. Uh, he got ended. Oh, yeah. He, he got he, ended yeah. pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. So he's playing. Superman in this whole thing with the government and at the end he fights alongside uh, you know the Shazam kids and Citizen Cold was Citizen Cold there? but in, in any case like they 
the whole thing ends with Cyborg pinning down um, Aquaman, and they have like this really long epic fight that ends with him being impaled in the yeah. chest. It was with his trident. He yeah. jammed it in there and said, All in the bah. heart. <laughs> All in the heart. All in the heart. Michael B. George's like, Avenge me, fantastic F4. <laughs> Another thing that was pretty gruesome um, was the fact that uh, Flash actually had to recreate his experiment twice. Yo, he got burnt to a sizzle. He kept that getting his ass. Bru- and it was cool because Thomas was helping him. Thomas was like, you crazy, but I, I got you, man. He's like, I, I, we go, I, for my son, I, you know, you want to die? Okay, my son, he going to be. Especially the second time around, where it's like, he's already burnt to a Christian. He's like, do it again. <laughs> like, are you sure? Yeah. Do it again. I'm, I'm so serious. But how did you guys feel about Thomas Wayne? Like, I, I really, I, I loved me some Thomas. And and let's talk about the the brief flashback that they actually had with Martha Wayne. They showed the, uh, you know, him at her, the actual moment of them walking home in that dark alleyway. And then, you know, instead of them actually His getting ki- killed, origin. Bruce yes. got killed. Bruce got shot. And Martha she went fucking batshit. I just love that scene because she transitions from crying to laughing so subtly. Like you just like see like the sorrow become madness and like ultimately like rips her mouth. No, no, it's not ripping. It's just the the blood smears on her her mouth and it looks like a clown smile. It's epic. It's it's sick. It's really cool and it gives you that really. It's so sad because if you've ever read uh the story like the comics. Yeah, more times to the comic. It's so effing sad if you've ever read it. Oh, he literally chases her down in the comic it's and they so have a conversation have it's so sad because they have this relationship that is so parallel to it makes so much sense why you know the joker and and, and batman they'll never die because it's like that yeah, love affair he even left that little that little uh that little that little egg to birth you don't know the um, uh the monsters that this world can create because he saw the birth of a monster right in front of him and he was in love with her that was the thing that hurt so much they would literally have fights where they're like are are like this isn't I mean, in the movie this is the comics yeah but they would have these arguments about our son like he could have been this he could have been that like it's just it's just terrible and um they what revisit that but what i love about the comic is that the end of it she he literally asked her like look if i do this with the flash yeah like i can literally change the past yeah, i can bring asked, our son back and her. even though she's a crazy joker she literally has a moment of like clarity she's like do it like yeah. fix this she's world like fix, like, fix it and does she's like yeah. i rather she's like i rather him him so be tragic. here so tragic so joker and batman even in the main timeline that was a that was emotional from the comic but unfortunately yeah. We didn't get to see in the movie. No, just hints at it. But but even though even in the flashback, it was still a really cool scene in the movie. That part, seeing him go back to her, that that was enough for me. I was like, yeah, that made me want to go research what, everything. What what was really good for me though is that the ending scene when mm, Bruce said, mm, "No, I got this one because this is mine." That's what I was arguing about in the last episode. Moments we had Batman, Bad Blood. Come on, man, Nunjas for real. <laughs> That was what you had. That's what you were giving me in terms of story in that movie. This is one of the last moments in the DC animated universe that I literally, I legit shed a tear at. Like, I, I'm a bitch. I cried at everything. But <laughs> I do. I do. Happy things, sad things. I cried at everything. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Probably started speaking with your chest then. I'm a man, damn it. <laughs> nah, but like at the end of this whole thing, like just skipping to the end, we get the moment where... The climax is Flash goes back, fixes the past, doesn't save his mom. But before he does, Thomas Wayne gives him a letter to give to, his, give to his son in the timeline that he goes back to. And at the end, Flash goes to Bruce, 
kind of regaling him with the tales of like his adventure and stuff like oh wow you did all these things like it's not a curse it's a blessing you actually got to go back and like relive the past how many people would like literally want that how many people like would kill for that moment like that opportunity he goes okay well I actually have a note here from your father. Drop the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) And we discussed this in the last podcast very briefly. All you see is the title of the letter is for Bruce. And then when he opens it, it's beautifully done. You don't even have, you don't even need to see what he's reading. Contents of the note. You don't need to see it, but actually I did write down like the little bits you did see or you could read if you just freeze the frame and like, it's like two seconds. Um, You can read, it's for Bruce. It didn't happen by chance. We fight for what we lost. Love always, your father, Thomas Wayne. That was so sad. I'm getting choked up to say it. <laughs> Pretty much let him know, look, like, this is what we are. This is who we are. We are like the Batman. We are the Batman. If Batman is a mythos, that seals they it. Are. That, like, validates it. That's who they are. Like, that's, it's in the blood. Like, Bruce Wayne, like, it's in their blood. Like, that's, if he, he just let him know, like, at the end of the day, like, I would, I made the same choice you would have made. Like, if this would happen to me, you see that. We're both of the same blood. We would have, we would have did the same thing. Like, so you're not alone you know what i mean pretty much you're not alone and that was a really nice like like because you know batman sometimes thinks he's crazy he second guesses (laughs) these things you know and to see that his father actually kind of did the same exact thing it's like i mean they both could be crazy but (laughs) they both could be crazy but it's 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 beautiful though it's it's beautiful it's beautiful yeah Yeah. it's very beautiful or insane broken-hearted father in the bat costume who drank a lot he no, drunk he a lot. Always taking he swing. was always drunk. Always he was always At five o'clock shot was not for show. That was real. It gave no fucks about shooting somebody. It gave no shits about killing somebody. Yeah. Threw yo-yo right off the building. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to point out. One thing I loved how Harley Quinn looked in this. She was sexy to me in this. She had yeah, the uh, she had like the pink costume with the long uh, blonde hair. I liked that oh, design. Her name was Yo-Yo. Her name was Yo-Yo. But in my mind, she was Harley Quinn. I forgot in the comic it was he was stopping her. And we're trying to get information on Joker. And I'm sure that was Tara Strong voicing. It was. Yeah. So it was, it's, and in, in essence, she was, I thought she was, was she actually, she's not Harleen though. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Viewers, if you guys know, definitely write us yeah, in and tell us. Like, we will not always know everything <laughs> at all. We're not experts, just fans. Just Podcast for fans, by fans. Easy <laughs> for fans, by fans. That's our motto. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I liked was the cameo of uh, Jung Justice. They like just again they pepper in for the fans little Easter eggs when Aqualad and Garth and Jung Justice uh, series popped out. They got you know. I mean, they killed off Deathstroke and Lex Luthor real quick, but... <laughs> I mean, they killed off all of them, actually. Yeah. Aqualad was dead. Billy Batson's dead. Uh, the Magic Boy was dead. I mean, the whole, at the end of the thing, yeah. Captain Adam exploded, destroyed, no. like, that entire world. We didn't even talk about we, him. Yeah, That's fucked up. The what they did... <laughs> We're circling back around, but the whole thing with Captain Adam is, like, um, when Cyborg's hunting down Batman to try and... Using him as a nuclear battery. Captain Adam was one of the first people the government sent in to go, like, figure out what was going on with Aquaman and Wonder Woman's war, and he disappeared. Come to find out at the end of the movie, he's a battery for Aquaman's doomsday machine. <laughs> felt bad for him. Even the dude that was, like, his, like, watcher felt bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, I gotta stop this. This Aquaman's crazy. Too late. Aquaman lost his girl and went crazy. <laughs> the whole world gotta go because Aquaman lost his girl. I'm like, I defect. <laughs> I don't wanna be in Atlantis no more. Let me, let, let's hopefully I can re engineer uh, evolution in 15 minutes. Get rid of these gills. I got a question for you guys. Do you think um, this Aquaman's gonna be any indication of what Jason Momoa's Aquaman is gonna be like in the Dawn of Justice. 
I just mean in terms of like attitude and badassery. Like he commanded first respect. Off, first off, Jason Momoa is not gonna take a role where he's not gonna be a badass. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, you can't look the way he does in that movie exactly. and not be a badass. Exactly. That's like telling The Rock, yo, I need you to be a dumb doofus. But will he be extreme? Like, will he be like that Atlantis or I, nothing? I, I think he'll be a no type. You know, I think he'll be like a no bullshit type of guy. Yeah. But he'll have his funny little one-liners every now and then. Just because that's the type of person he is. Yeah. And because you're trying to be like Marvel, so everybody's gonna have like funny little one-liners every once in a while. No, I don't. I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> They're gonna. I, I don't need it. If I want it, I'll go watch Marvel movies, which I do. I concur. We can agree on that. <laughs> Anything else we got from uh, Flashpoint Paradox we're going to cover, Asia? I don't know. I Nah, not really. I mean, uh, I did, like I said, I liked when after, towards the end, how the design, you know, I did like how they did the tweaks after. And then what What? What oh, ended? Like the parademons? Didn't the parademons come at the end? That was the setup for Justice League War. Yeah. Yeah. Parademons. It was like that literally, this was like the beginning of this oh, continuity. The new 52 yeah. were continuity. I think I'm going to go home and rewatch that too. Yeah. War. Yeah, you might appreciate it more now. Yeah. So, like, overall thoughts, Javon? Um, I, I mean, it's funny. I read the comic, but I never actually watched the animated, and it's it's up there, actually, in my top three now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Up there under the That's Red Hood. Awesome. Uh, Red Hood. Awesome. I'd say between, it's, it's a toss-up between War and Flashpoint. Nice. Asia? Um... See, Flashpoint was always up there for me. I really liked that because it was, you know, it was like the first. It kind of just, it, it kind of ushered us into this era of the DC animated, the, well, the newer approach that they're taking. Um, yeah, but for me, that's, at least for me, that's downhill after this. Yeah. After just like war. It's been, yeah, it's been downhill since Damien was beating up Deathstroke. I'm just oh. hoping, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping Killing Joe can really hit it out the ballpark. That might be the first one that breaks this chain of New yeah. 52 continuity ones. Yeah. And the chain of the, the downward spiral they've been doing. <laughs> that too. Um, wait, so what were you saying, Asia? I think it's pretty cool. I think I, that it's, it's up there for me. It's, yeah. it's one of, yeah. I told you between, I, I really like Son of Batman. I know people play it, but I really like, I enjoy Son of Batman. Love what you love, baby girl. It's, it's, my three is, is definitely, like, I love Suicide Squad. I love Son of Batman, and I love Flashpoint. I gotta rewatch Suicide Squad. I don't remember much you, of it. You mean uh, Batman Arkham? Yeah. Uh, what yeah, was Arkham it? Asylum. Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum, yeah. It's called Arkham, it's actually called Arkham Asylum, but in my mind, it's fucking Suicide Squad. It is a Suicide Squad. If they use that as a temple for Suicide Squad, I would not be upset. <laughs> that movie was awesome. Oh, wait, that actually took place that, that came out after just like war so I'm, I'm wrong i actually like that one too but i don't think that's part of this continuity yeah i think that was just part of the the games yeah it was a one-off from the games yeah it was more of a tie into the games which yeah. i still haven't played the, the most recent batman the tank batman tank you're not missing much <laughs> i mean i like it you know it was the same as every other batman game fight mechanics are great but you know i just wish they didn't introduce that tank because you know like they do in games like oh new mechanic do it over and over and over <laughs> Like, I mean, when you want to fight the Arkham Knight at the end of the game, I want to fight the Arkham Knight, not his tank. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. But for me, I mean, um, Flashpoint Paradox, yeah, it's definitely, I would agree. Top three, top five. I don't really have, like, a ranking, like, set in stone in my head, but definitely at least top five. We eventually got to make a rating system. Yeah. As we remove you more, we'll start, like, actually putting together, like, a list and kind of comparing them more. And I like the fact that we can actually go back and rewatch these things because, like, I loved all these movies, and it's kind of fun to, like, kind of be reassociated with them, kind of like, yeah. like oh, that's what I loved about it. Oh. <laughs> well, since it is now January 31st, I guess we'll end it with this tip, this, uh, I guess, lead off. 
the first movie we're going to review, because obviously we didn't see Ip Man. It was way too far. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> so, long story short, um, we, we got lazy. It's like, see, what ha- happened was... It was a 30-minute drive, because American theaters don't want to play a foreign movie yeah. at close range, and I wasn't having it. You know what's easy to do? Click a button, download. So easy. <laughs> it's not out yet, though. No, no, no. I mean... Flashpoint. That's why you watched it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess our first movie review will be uh, Deadpool. All right. You got hopes for that? You guys I, got? I, I do. I, I do too. Mind you, this is coming from the guy who hates Ryan Reynolds. Can you imagine if, like, I don't think it's gonna be bad, but can you imagine if we went in and it was, it was Green Lantern bad? Oh. I feel like you would turn to me and like just kill me with your like death stare. <laughs> I would, I would strangle you in the theater. And look Asia directly in the eye as I'm strangling you. And then leave her. And then leave her. And like Vano Savage and Hawkman, I would look at you Asia and be like, help me. And as I'm strangling the very sheer life out of you, I will stare her in the eye. Oh my God. And say goodbye. And just leave her. Oh my God. Asia, find me again. Man, I hope that's not the case. I really hope it's not the case. <laughs> Dude, like, how long would you have to wait? Shit. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't I have permission? In. I'd yeah. have permission after that point. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's making plans. She's going back to Cisco, isn't she? Hot girl. Oh wait, are we talking about hot girl? Or talking about you now? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. All right, with that, it's over. <laughs> That's Blurred Vision. This is Jordan signing out. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> You're my sunshine. <laughs> Dagger to the heart, man. Literally. Just like Regulus is tomorrow. Just don't be hot. Just don't be a hot guy. A hot guy? Yeah, just don't be hot, man. Don't don't run into Savage's knife. Don't don't let Javon slaughter you. What? I'm gonna be sitting next to him in the theater. I have no choice. This is Jordan signing out. <laughs> Asia. And the murder. The murderer, apparently. Javon signing out. <laughs> See you guys next week. Team Bandle. <laughs>